0: Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Hello, Axios Church and Lakeland. We're so excited to announce our first in-house Axios night and it's going to be on Sunday, June 28th. So make sure you stay connected to all our social media platforms for information and how to register for this wonderful event. So go ahead put it in your calendar Sunday, June 28th. We hope to see you there. See you there. Welcome to Axios online. We're so honored you have joined us here today. Listen, we're going to be talking about a subject that we're all dealing with throughout this week in the past couple weeks some of the hurts and and pains that some people are going through at this moment and um especially our our black community our african-american community see the reality is this i can't i can't come and tell you that i feel super comfortable um speaking about this i can't come here and tell you that I, I am qualified to do and actually speak eloquently to this, this actual thing that's happening in our world, but I also know that the church of Jesus Christ needs to stand up and have his voice heard. So we have literally put everything aside. We actually did film a actual sermon series starting this week called Summer Mixtape, but we truly believed as a church that we need to actually vocalize um, what we're seeing in our world. So we put all that aside and we, we're filming this today just to let you know that we're in this together with you. See, like I said, I don't I don't seem like, I don't feel like I'm qualified to do this, but I'm here to tell you that that God's word is still true. And what we're gonna be talking about today is not my opinion, because I'm not qualified to give you my opinion. I'm just going to go off the word of God and and how things are conspiring in our world. See, here's the, here's the thing. Um you know if you're listening to this right now and you're like oh, here we go another race talk another another thing about, uh, about about the african-american community and and you um are kind of sick of what you're hearing around in the news cycle and in social media i'm here to t- i beg you i beg you just just hold off for just a minute and, and listen to what we're going to be talking about today because i think it's truly beneficial for us to move forward as a society knowing the issues that are, that are in our world right now. So I, I implore you to, to just hold off right there and, and just listen to what the word of God says about what's happening in our world. Because we're not going by my opinion. We're going by the word of God. Because I know one thing, something has to change something has to change. We all hear, you know, the back and forth of all lives matter, black lives matter, and all lives do matter and nobody is downgrading that. But but can we take a moment as a society, as the church, can we just take a second and just stop everything and put a spotlight on what is really happening. Can we just take a moment and just give a spotlight to the people that are hurting and that are in pain right now? And, and right now it is our, our African-American community, our black community. Can we just stop as a nation, as a church, and just put spotlight on the hurt? Because I know when I read throughout my word, uh, God, Jesus himself, goes directly to the hurting directly to the ones that are dealing with situation. He doesn't retreat. He actually goes to. So here as the church, we're going to go to and listen and educate ourselves to know what's happening in our world so we can be better to one another. Because the only thing I know is we are called to love one another. And I implore you today to open your eyes, to open your heart uh, and, and have understanding and compassion during this time. I truly believe, I truly believe we're not battling a color thing. We're not battling whites or blacks. We are battling a human thing. I, 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 when we dehumanize each other, and when we, when we do that, we dehumanize each other, we strip each other of our worth and our value. And that is wrong. That is wrong. I'm not here to say that I have all the answers, but I'm here to tell you that, that I'm not a scholar in this, in this realm, but I'm here to tell you that, that Jesus is the answer. No politician, no, nothing is going to save us from this. The only thing that's going to save us from this is, is Jesus in the midst of the chaos. See, I don't know about you, but my heart's been aching this week. My heart's been aching aching this week seeing some of the things and hearing some of the stories you know I'm not here like I said I'm not here I'm not I'm not coming into this thinking that I know everything matter of fact I'm educating myself during this week and the thing is I know one thing if I'm aching the people that are dealing with this are aching as well and even more see I really believe that when hurt and oppression is on on people that, that the heart of God puts a target on them and Jesus is there. So we see here in the book of mark we see jesus having a conversation with the with the scribes of the time these scribes were men the high officials of the temple and they, they they knew the they knew the law in and out they knew the rules to follow in and out they knew all the right things within the society to follow as the standard in and out but they're trying to put jesus and catch him in a invul- vulnerable position and if we read here in mark chapter in the book of uh, in book of mark in verse 28 says and no and one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing one another and seeing that he answered them well he asked which commandment is the most important of them all in 29 jesus said The most important is it it, it says, hear, O Israel, the Lord, your God, the Lord is the one in verse 30. And you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul and with all of your strength. And the second is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no greater commandment than these. See, Jesus, while he was speaking this. He was direct and unwavering when he said, literally, you know, those 10 commandments that you've been actually studying all your life. You know, those rules that you have set and the standard that you all those things are great. But there is something that trumps them all. There's something that's a higher standard. Love the Lord, your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor. Your neighbor, what's your neighbor? Who's your neighbor? Your neighbor is literally anybody that has breath in their lungs, they're your neighbor. Black, white, uh, does not matter? If they are a living being, we should have love for them no matter what. If Jesus himself was, 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 not wavering and super direct, we should take the words of Jesus himself and take it as an instruction man into our life. If he says, love your neighbor, there's no other explanation but love your neighbor. I think we live in a world that we, we throw around this word love. And in reality, I think we, we vocalize the word love. And sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah, I love that. We vocalize the word love. But in this sense of, 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 of racial reconciliation or, or racial things that we're going through right now, sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I love them. And in reality, we're saying we love them through our voice. But in our hearts, we're really saying we tolerate you. And it's completely different because love is not toleration love is something different different love means i love you for who you are no pre-justice, a pre, pre, pre a pre-justice not expecting anything in return i'm not here love is not what i can get from you but it's just because that you are you and that Humanize the person and brings us back into unity when we truly love. And you know what that does when we love a person, no matter what they can give us or do for us, it gives that person value and worth. Again, And that's how Jesus sees each and every one of us. Does not matter the color. He looks at, look at us with value and worth. You know how I know? He, he looks at us with value and worth because he died on the cross for us. And when he's on that cross, he didn't see color. He saw humanity. So us as humans, we need to show each other that worth and that value that Jesus has given us when he died on that cross. See, what does the word tolerant mean? To tolerate means that I'm either forced to think this way So I can not get in trouble or or not look at like a certain way. And tolerating means I'm okay with you, but I'm not really okay with your lifestyle. And tolerate means I will stay around you, but I'm gonna keep my guard. And you know, and what that does, it brings division. Toleration brings division. It dehumanizes a person because before we even know somebody, we already put the label on them that they're not. Good enough for what I for who I am they're not good enough because you strip their worth see we are called to love one another not tolerate one another in a world where we're tolerating each other, and and I might like him in one season, or I might like a little part of them, but I don't like their culture. I don't like what's going on in their life, but I don't like how they dress. I might I'm, I might like him in, their, but I don't like their music. We are tolerating each other. We're not loving one another. How God has called us to love, and it brings division, and we find ourselves in this position. I truly believe that we are really dealing with a sin issue in our society. When we get to the root of what we're dealing with, it's not really about black and white, which is so important, But I really believe we're dealing with a sin issue in our society. And if we don't open our eyes as the church of Jesus Christ or as a society or as a community and rise up against the enemy that is coming against us, we're always going to fall in this position. We need to stand up. Not only do we need to stand up as a society, but the church of Jesus Christ needs to stand up and be the light in the midst of the darkness. 400 plus years, a generation A race has been under oppression and hurt and you tolerate their pain. You don't love their pain because if you love their pain, you will understand that 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 when you when you love their pain, you love the person because you're understanding and you're standing with them and saying, I see your pain and I notice you and I love you no matter what. I'm going to stand with you and enough is enough. It's time to stop tolerating one another and start loving each other because love washes away the multitude of sins. And if we're dealing with a sin issue in our society, what is the remedy for it? And it's love. It's love. It's love. See, the reality is we can't go change our past. We can't change the past. It's gone, but we can have conversation for the future and have people that are rising up and, and that, are, that are woken to, the, to the, what the society and, what the, and, and the enemy is, is trying to plague our, our society and our world. We have to rise up and here at Axios, we stand for truth, we stand for love, and we stand for justice, just as God does. We don't we don't believe in 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 me. We, we, we believe in everything this word says. And here's the thing. You whatever the word says is what we stand on. And we're going to read the verse because the, the Bible goes directly into injustices that was on in, in those times. But it's so relevant for this time that we're living in now. Go to Jeremiah chapter 22, verse three. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 23, it says like this. Thus says the Lord, listen to this. Do justice and righteousness and deliver from the hand of the oppressor him who has been robbed and do no wrong or violence to the resident alien, to the fatherless and to the widow, nor shed innocent blood in its place. If that's not the time that we're living in, you have, we have, you have to open your eyes. See, the thing is, soak in that verse for a minute. Just, let's just take two seconds and, and look at that verse. It says that we need to do justice, do righteousness. Do we need to? Uh, we need to give a hand to the oppressor that has been robbed. We can live in a society with blindness in our mind and know that it's not right what's going on. Let's soak up that verse. And if that verse makes you feel uncomfortable, that's good, because the most profound thing. That are the most profound thing that i speaking to. You know, this past week I was speak. I have spoken to so many people in the African American, the Black community, and I just wanted to hear them out. I just wanted to hear, where, what, where's your pain? Where, where is this coming from? How, how can we deal with it? How can, we, how can we grow as a society? How can we grow as a church? I, I had these open conversations with people. And here's one thing that, uh, that one of my African-American brothers that said to me. He said, Pastor Eric, you have to stop looking at life as it's Disneyland. Because it's not. And that opened my eyes. And yes, we preach peace and we preach love and we preach the mercies of God. But the reality is, there's still oppression in the land. There's still people that are hurting and that has pain, that has pain, that wakes up every day and has has to calculate every step that they have to take. Where are we as the body of Christ in this? Stop looking at as, as this Christian walk, as, as this Disneyland experience and look at it as, as us, you know, getting down and dirty and going to the people that are hurting and that are depressed. That's what Jesus did. Matter of fact, that's what Jesus was. That's what Jesus was. It rocked me because here's the thing. I, I, I was having this, this mentality of, man, I just want to get back to normal man i'm 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 sick of going on social media and and i had to check myself because if i'm a follower of jesus jesus was oppressed himself in reality what is normal anymore what is normal from pandemics to racial divide we need to wake up church we need to wake up jesus is coming soon we don't say that enough Jesus is coming soon. If we don't open our eyes and see what's going on, there's a shaking that is happening in our society and we need to get back to what's the, the dealing with the problems and the issues that that people who God who Jesus died for on the cross is dealing with each and every day. Open your eyes. Open your heart. We can have excuse after excuse. But in reality, if we don't take ownership and stand for the oppressed and stand for the ones that are that are in pain, listen, it can be us the next day. It can be us in two more weeks. It can be it can be another race. And we have to stand with each other because God has called us to love our neighbor. It's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. We need to pop the bubble of our life and open our eyes to the hurting and the people that are around. It's our job as a Christian. If you don't think your job is, is going after the hurting or, or going after the oppressed, you're not reading your Bible. If you don't feel like anything that's going on shouldn't be going on, you, you don't read your word. Because when I read my word and I open the word, Jesus Himself, Jesus himself was oppressed. We have to stop looking and open our eyes. We have to read the Bible for what it is, y'all. We we the enemy is coming like a like a roaring lion, and he's not coming with rainbows and butterflies. He's coming with vendetta. He wants to divide us. This is the enemy at work. We have to stand. John chapter. 4 verse 7 it says this beloved let us love one another for love is from god and whoever loves has been born of god and knows god if you don't know love and if you don't love one another you don't know god that's what it says no sugarcoating it it says if you god we need to love one another just as god does and if you're born in god if you're a new if you're a, a believer of god and you don't know love one another you don't know god we have to open our eyes galatians chapter 5 verse 14 says for the whole law was fulfilled in one word you shall love your neighbor as yourself romans chapter 13 verse 10 love does not wrong to a neighbor therefore love is the fulfillment of the law if that's not plain and simple i don't know what is so here's the thing here's the question we know the issue. We know what's going on. Now what? Now what? Well, to be honest with you, now what? The conversation happens. The conversation continues. See, I talked to pastors in our, in our nation and I've talked to friends and, and you know, I'm, I'm asking them in our Af- in African-American um, um, society and in the black culture, like, what are you wanting from this? Like, what? How can we help? And throughout what I hear, and we're going to talk about this, I don't know how long this series is going to go. It might go one week, two weeks, but I just want to have an open conversation on what's really happening in the people that we love around us. See, here's the thing. I got one point and one point only. What, what people in the, in the African-American uh, culture wants in times like this and what I'm hearing is, number one, they just want to be understood. They just want to be understood, have understanding. See, they're not, they're not asking for fame, they're not asking for recognition, they're not asking for money, they're asking just to be understood. Let that hold weight in your heart right now. Because I don't know about you. I don't wake up every day and the first thought in my mind is, man, I wish they I wish people would understand me today. That's that's painful. Painful. I just want people to look at me, and not and it's what they say. I I want just people to look at me and see worth. I don't want them to feel like I, I I'm thinking dumb or or the way I'm living. I don't know about you, but when I wake up, I don't deal with that. I don't deal with that. And when people are screaming out that they're dealing with stuff like this, what do we do? We say, oh, they're just they're they're lying god forgive us god forgive us jesus wasn't jesus himself wasn't understood in his time let me just rock some people religious mindset world in your world right now jesus was not understood in his time that's the reason why they killed him we had to stop looking at the gospel of jesus as this disney world experience jesus was hated that's the reason that they killed him see he was a hated person in his time he was an oppressed person at his time no wonder the gospel uh, throughout the gospels we see jesus talking about going after the widows going after the oppressed because he was himself let me rock your religious world right now jesus was oppressed he was hated that's why he died That's why they killed him. Jesus was going from, listen to this, Jesus was going from town to town and crowds were gathering around. It wasn't a peaceful thing at times. They were gathering around and and the, the religious society of those times, they hated him. They hated him because he was a problem. When he joined the scene, when he came on the scene, crowds gathered around and people had to stop what they were doing. Jesus was a problem in the society but he's our king of kings and lord of lords. So here's the thing, even to the point of his death. Li- listen to this. Mark chapter 14 verse 1 and 2 says it says, this, it, says this, it it was now for 2 days before Passover and the feast of unleavened bread and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking out to arrest him which was Jesus, stealth and kill him. Verse 2, listen to this, and they said, not during the feast, least that there'll be an uproar of the people. Even, Even when they were trying to kill Jesus, they were scared of an uproar that was happening because Jesus shook the society around them for change. We are literally living a gospel that changed a society. And and he said, go out and tell this change to the world. Open our eyes. We are living a gospel that was coming out of an oppression. He died for us. Change only comes with uproar sometimes. So To be understood means that we need to have an effort of listening to an opinion that we might not agree with, but at the end of it, we love. It stands. See, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expression of his opinion. See, we can try to do our opinion, our opinion, but listen, it's a time to understand the pain so we can help as Jesus did this is straight Bible this is not my opinion I'm not here thinking telling you I know all the answers but I know the answer and what Jesus is modeling here is what we need to model in our world Proverbs chapter two verse two and five says, making our ears attentive to wisdom and inclining our hearts to understanding. Yes, if you call out out insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek like it like silver and search for it for like hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. We have to seek understanding in this time because if we're not seeking God's understanding, we're only going by our own opinion. And let me ask you. Question: How is your opinion right now? Is it filtered through the Word of God? Because we can look at social media and be and, and 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 frame an opinion about us about a people, frame an opinion about a culture. But in reality, are you taking? Are you getting on your hand, on your knees and are you praying to God for the people that are hurting all around us? We have to have compassion and understanding in these times. We have to. And as I close. I'm sorry I'm a little passionate today, but I have a passion for hurting people. And at this moment, the hurting people all around us is our African American community. It's not about color, it's about the hurt. It's not about color, it's about the pain. And if Jesus went target on into a person that has pain and hurt, who are we? We need to model the, what Jesus has done. We are, we are, I'm sorry that this is not a powerhouse in talking about your goals and your ambition and your purpose. I'm here to tell you that God is truly calling us to do one thing and it's to reconcile each other from the hurting. What does recon, reconcile means? It means to restore friendly relations between. It, it's cause it coexist of harmony. We need to get black, white. We need to come together because this is not an issue against us. It's against, it's an issue against humanity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He didn't, he wasn't, God so loved the world that he gave himself for a, 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 a colored person, a discolored person. or this, No, he gave himself for the world. That's black, yellow, red, white, whatever. We have to see each other through the eyes of love because that's the only way we're going to get through this attack of the enemy. Let's call it for what it is. We need to understand the hurts and the pains and grow and move on. But change won't happen if we are not vulnerable as as, us as people. We won't have change in our life if us that we don't feel oppressed are not vulnerable to the pain that somebody else has. We have to open our minds and open our hearts to the transgressions and the pains. Didn't that's what Jesus did for us? Didn't he say it say in his word that he bore our transgressions? He bore our pain. He bore our iniquity. He bore it all on himself when he didn't deserve it. He bore it off because he wanted a relationship with you. He wanted change in the world. Are you willing to change? Because this won't change globally. This is only going to change locally. So as a community, what are we going to do about it? People deserve their worth and their value to be shown to them. Not by a man's standard, not by what society says, but by what God says. He said he loves humankind. That's any color. So we need to start looking at each other as Jesus looks at us. We need to show each other our worth. We need to, as a society, as a community get back to what Jesus has told us to love our neighbor as ourself, plain and simple, no sugarcoating it. That's what God commanded us to do. It's the greatest two commandments. So as we continue this conversation, we don't go anything but God's word. And God's word talks about helping people that are hurting and in pain. So us as a church, us as a community, we need to stand with those that are feeling this pain. We stand with you we stand with you. Truly stand with you. We stand with the with the black community. Axios Church stands with you. We, if you feel oppressed, if you feel uh, less, of, less of, we stand with you. If you feel like you don't have a voice, if you feel like you're down, we stand with you. We stand with the, with the ones that Jesus stands for. And if you have breath in your lungs, there's purpose in your life. We stand with you. We just want you to know from me and my wife, Jessica, that we love you and we're in this together. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you and we're in this together.